0: I.V.M.
1: Hey, welcome to I.V.M. Likes. I'm May and I've got uh, Sharanya and Josh here in the house. Hey,
0: I'm back. And I'm back with the Thomas siblings. Yeah, the Thomas What's siblings. Fun. It's the
1: first time you and I have been on a show together.
2: Yeah, weirdly enough.
1: It's quite <laughs> exciting. I'm excited. Are you excited? A bit. <laughs> <laughs> so as always, IBM Likes, we recommend stuff that we really like And today it is a movie, a TV show, and a podcast So should I kick this off, guys? Yeah? So? Me? Me no. first? No. Okay, so I'm recommending a podcast Being a, a music geek, as I am And I actually host my own music show, indie music show called Made in India hmm. I've decided to recommend a music podcast called The Pop Podcast Cast. Basically, New York Times music critics come together and they talk about pop music. There's a guy called John perellis and John caramanica who both like host at different times, and they get either other music uh, critics who from the New York Times itself, or people. I think in the last episode I'd heard they had someone from Vice. They have oh. uh, random whoever's to come oh. and discuss every week. They talk about either the latest pop music news, new songs, big upcoming artists, and so on. So the one that I heard more recently was, "How do you solve a problem like the Chainsmokers?" And it was basically about the fact that they put on an album and they they ripped into them so eloquently. It was kind of awesome, mm. and it's such a deep dive because they are critics. It's such a deep dive, and they genuinely want to understand what makes these guys so popular. Understand, I think in the MTV Music Awards as well, there was like they were they're just really um, the, the one of the Chainsmokers. I mean, they are. Male chauvinistic is the, the also right generic, generic, generic white generic boys. Yes. You can't tell
0: them apart. You, I can't even Pretty recognize much. them. Honestly, I have yeah. no idea who's in the band. Yeah, they're just two dudes. Yeah, I can't recognize their songs except that one annoying one.
2: You yeah, know? yeah,
0: the one annoying one on the
2: one. beach, right? Yeah. one on the beach.
0: I mean, closer. Is that the one you mean? I've never closer. seen the video. I, I know there is a road trippy type. I just video, know there's a beach somewhere. Uh, there is a beach somewhere. It is very. Uh, I felt like the first time I heard closer, I was like, Do you guys remember plain white tees? Yeah They had a song called Hey There, Delilah which yeah. is just dumbass romance that makes yeah. no sense. Pretty much. And he's so. like, Oh, you're on the other side of the world. It closes exactly that, right? We're oh so goodness. broke, but we're in love or something. Oh, yeah. Pretty much it's like, Yeah. yeah.
1: Baby, hold me closer mm. in the backseat and, of your rover.
2: Yeah, oh, yes. And your you. mattress mm-hmm. is like your roommate yeah, that you stole that your mattress, yeah, like yeah. what the oh. hell? Your
1: roommate? Jeez, yeah. guys. Geez, mean. <gasps> but uh, all of their to, all their episodes are really interesting. I just like the their take. On music, just in general. Like, they have, these are like just some of the episodes that they've had. Uh, How Chuck Berry became a rock and roll mastermind, or Drake changed hip hop sound. Can he change the business? Which is because Mm. he released not an album, like, his latest release was like a playlist. Hmm. Um, Harry Styles and John Mayer, pop blues poster boys, and what they have in common. And another one, which is the greatest trick Ed Sheeran ever pulled, was convincing the world he was an underdog.
0: That's another uh, I really expected to be he was talented. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so oh, it's sh- a it's
1: for me at least so, a really if you like pop music just in general, they do provide a really great articulate critique of just mm-hmm. what we're listening to nowadays and the industry and the musicians and what's happening and the changes that are happening. So it's actually really, really fascinating. Right. And uh, if you like just music in general and pop, it's so accessible mm-hmm. because they're talking about things you're listening to on the radio all the time anyway. Right, right, it's right. nothing particularly obscure.
0: It, yeah, it's not a snooty podcast where no. you you're like, oh, you, you haven't heard of this band
1: yeah and then I got to go
0: check them out. Oh, oh. I have to appreciate it. <laughs>
1: so, uh, my recommendation is to listen to the New York Times podcast. Next not? we've got
0: uh, Josh. He's
2: yeah. going to
1: recommend a film.
2: A film. But this one's going to be an oldie but a goodie. Mm. Um I'm going to my the film that I'm going to recommend is Starship Troopers. It is a classic from Paul Verhoeven. Ah, oh, verhoeven Yes. <laughs> it is a wonderful mishmash of a bunch of genres. It's half a high school romantic comedy, half war movie, half science fiction film. Mm-hmm. So, the film is essentially in typical Verhoeven style. It's like... Um, He's got all these elements of uh, Triumph of the Will which mm. was a Lenny Riefenstahl film from the Hitler's time. Mm. Yeah, so from the during the Nazi time she was like a very famous filmmaker and she's she's looked up to by like people like Scorsese for her filmmaking technique mm-hmm. but she covered things like the Nuremberg rallies and it was essentially What
1: made her different?
2: Her films were pure propaganda. Oh, okay. So using film as a tool of propaganda mm. so she was using it in a way that I don't think anybody was at the time because I guess
0: it's expensive. Uh, No, Germany was, like,
2: they had Goebbels, right? So Goebbels was in charge of the media. So there was a lot of regulation and censorship and all that. But the point being that Starship Troopers is done in that way, like it's uh, sort of celebrating fascism. But not really because Verhoeven is constantly poking fun at it as well. Mm-hmm. And he also does some mad things in that he gets, uh, like, the some of the officers have coats that are based on SS uniforms. Whoa. And this is in an American movie. Yeah. and These American characters, yeah. you know, yeah. sort of jinguistic characters wearing an SS uniform. And people like Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah, yeah. NPH. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah so there's uh, basically it stars I can't remember the main guy's name but it stars Denise Richards
1: oh yeah um, hair flaunting
2: yeah That's but she's her, her yeah. character in the film is actually really interesting because she goes like full career she doesn't give a shit about her guy you know and she's like uh, manning the the starship and yeah. it's quite exciting mm mm-hmm. But the point being that it's this weird, it's it's one of those f- science fiction films where I've never seen like a rom-com and a science fiction film, like a war movie yeah. science yeah. fiction, kind of put together. And I think Behoven does it really well. And, and it doesn't
0: seem like, in, it seems all in place. Yeah, oh, it, do,
2: okay. it doesn't seem out of place yeah. at all. And it's hilarious also. Some, <laughs> some of the bits are damn funny. But uh, interesting little tidbits on the film. There was one scene where there's like a full naked shower. And the actors would not do it unless the crew was also naked So everybody had to be naked for that scene That's a great idea So that was one interesting little tidbit Also another thing is the script itself is based on a book called Starship Troopers Hmm. But that book is really fascist So Verhoeven Hmm. I think had read like the first couple of pages Chucked it and then just wrote his own script Well
0: done So it's not really based on the book Yeah it's like
1: a parody of the book, yeah, in movie format. More or or, or kind of like yeah. I've not really read the book, but I just made a film called yeah. Starship but Troopers.
2: But it's got it's got action. It's got it's like a great science fiction Bollywood film, man. But just Hollywood oh. version because it's got tro- love triangle and everything. So,
1: yeah. wow,
2: Starship Troopers highly recommended.
1: It. It's so funny because uh, some weeks ago I recommended a Behoven film too.
2: What did you L?
1: L, yeah. There yes. we go. Producer so, had mentioned it. So, thank you. It's like the Thomas siblings, siblings recommend Vohovan. We're just basically, G. we do love you
2: a lot. <laughs> He's awesome. He's too awesome.
0: So now, Sharanya, it's your turn. Yes. So, um, I just had came back from a vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was feeling um, like I couldn't get into something super serious. So, this week, you know the show Leftovers? The Leftovers on HBO? It's mm-hmm. so really a really serious show. And I wanted to recommend it because they ended the show last week. But um, once I started watching the season, it was so goddamn bleak and beautiful, but mm-hmm. bleak. I was like, I'm, I can't right now. I'll it'll ruin my vacation high. <laughs> so I'm going back to like an old show, which is like a comfort show I have called Superstore. Okay. Uh, has anybody watched Superstore? Wait a minute. Doesn't it have uh, Ferrera? Yes, America Ferrera. Yeah, yeah. Who played Ugly Betty many years yes. ago? Yes, yeah. Oh. Uh, pretty much the only thing I know her from. Yeah. Uh, although I'm sure she's done some other stuff. Anyway, so Superstore. Traveling Pants. Yeah, that's true. The movie Sisterhood or the Traveling Pants. Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Superstore is single-camera mm-hmm. workplace comedy. It, they're all in a Superstore. They work in a store called Cloud Nine. Yeah. And it is one of those shows where you're finding humor in the most tedious, mundane things of all time. Like your life sucks. You work in a retail store. Yeah. You have horrible customers to deal with. Every day you're just racking like, you know, products on the shelves all day. All, like that's all. It is, your life sucks because you're also getting paid very little. You're stuck in this job. Either because you just are lazy or just unmotivated or life circumstances like that, that you cannot get out and you need the salary Um, But all of the characters are just so funny because while some of the characters really know that they're better than this job, some of them are really optimistic about where they are. They love the store. Uh, And every... like, you know how Parks and Rec was an office comedy, but they also went out. You mm. saw other things in the city or in the town of Pawnee. Whereas in this, they never get out. It's just the store all the time. Wow. Uh, but it is still so funny because uh, they've got a bunch of these really funny characters, great diversity in it. So from, like, the storage unit to the management to the people who are at the customer desk, everybody has... They're just bored at work and must find a way to get through. Wow. Uh, and unlike... A little bit like Office, of course, because the producer um, of Superstore uh, was the producer on The Office. Office. The but American The Office version. still has like this... Yeah. The Office still is... A, one is that it's a mockumentary, so people mm-hmm. are talking to the camera. That doesn't happen. But Office still has like a bit of... People are likable. These characters are nice, sweet. Mm-hmm. And the, like, they are weird, but they are likable. Superstore doesn't have any of that. Some of the characters are... They're just awful because life sucks. And weird. You know? And, and yeah. the, I work in a shop. <laughs> I work in a retail store. And then uh, sometimes... Superstore does these great like cutaways where they'll go to a random customer who's sleeping on a display sofa <laughs> or you know is just using all the makeup uh, because they think they can or just eating fruits directly out of the basket because they can uh, it just finds really funny humor in just really boring things a, a, there's no like laugh track yeah. uh, it's not like pat 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 jokes. it's just like this is what life is like yeah. and I love this show so much it's one of those shows that like season 1 it's like, I don't know what's happening. Is this supposed to be funny? I don't see why it's funny. But like, halfway through that and halfway through like, what season two was, which is spectacular, they just became like, a really funny, like, ensemble cast, everybody, every character is funny. All of the situations, even some really stupid situations, like, You know, oh, the manager has to fire five people from work. Just basic sitcom tropes, but they do it so differently and so well. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed the show. In fact, I've watched it now, the whole show twice, because it's just like a comforting show to watch without getting too emotionally involved. Like I can't go back and watch Office all over again. I'm just going to get emotional about (laughs) it. But Superstore is really fun and just a really nice... If you just want to enjoy a comedy without having too many feelings and worrying about, you know... These characters and what's going to happen to them, or should, like shipping them, and none mm-hmm. of that shit. Just funny, uh, really good show called Superstore. They just got signed on for season three.
1: Oh, fantastic! And uh,
0: I'm very excited. It's a good show, guys. Uh, so your recommendation is Superstore. Yes, it's a TV
1: show that you should watch. Um, Starship Troopers, the film that Josh recommending, and I recommend a podcast called The New York Times Podcast. Um, up next is our what discussion is segment. I'm just going. Dis- <laughs> don't discussion. Don't it yet. Uh, yeah, don't have name for this section, uh, and we're discussing whether. We should binge. What is better, binge watching or like a weekly, or daily, daily, yeah, appointment TV? So, thank you for that. I'm glad people help me out sometimes <laughs> when I can't speak. Hey, we are back from a break And uh, like we said earlier We've recommended a podcast A film and a TV show A little earlier Um, The film was A Paul Verhoeven film Mm -hmm. Called Starship Troopers TV show called Superstore And I recommended a podcast Because we're a podcasting company And stuff And it's the New York Times podcast Now it's time for the Discussion-y bit Mm -hmm. Of the show That's the official segment name Yes, yeah We've approved it It's been approved Discussion-y Yeah (laughs) words guys so uh it's binge watching versus appointment viewing mm. interesting
0: I'm, i mean not as much appointment viewing as just pacing yourself mm. you yeah know. <laughs> pacing yourself yeah. when you're watching something <laughs> yeah you don't have to watch it at 9 p.m on tv you can download it and watch it whenever you want but just pace it out guys yeah. so i gotta say i actually do i think because
1: my mom's at home she watches a lot of TV Hmm. she doesn't watch like on Netflix or whatever it is so for and even though she has like an Amazon Prime account she used to she just never ended up using it because Hmm. she's just like I just don't have time I just come home and I just put on the TV so Hmm. I always ended up watching a lot of stuff thanks to her like The Good Wife I ended up getting into because she would watch it like every week and I got superly into it Um, the thing is for me it's not like I haven't done the whole download stuff for Netflix or Amazon Hmm. Prime and just binge watched Uh, an entire season of something. But I think there's an equal measure of like, I like both in Mm. some way. Mm. I do like binge watching because I feel like I can watch it at any time. I feel like I can watch four episodes in one go, all episodes, spend a whole weekend just like schlubbing in my bed watching. Or I can just watch one every day. And I can watch one, like when I get back home from work, I'll watch one and go to bed. Um, I don't think I can do, I have to be here at eight o'clock and... And watch the sure, show, it's but impossible. when you say
0: that you watch television and something is on and you watch it, mm-hmm. that's very different though. Because that's when, like, on for Netflix or for your regular on-demand, you have to go seek out a show. Yeah, But yeah. if you put the TV on, whatever's there, you'll watch and then you like it. No, what I was like, for, yeah. I gave the example of Good yeah. Wife. Yeah. I
1: used to get home to make sure I could watch the Good Wife. Oh. That's why, like, my whole point was, like, my mom used to do it because yeah. she just got, work, got yeah. back from work at that time. Yeah. I
0: was so excited about yeah. the show that I'd actually try to make it in time uh-uh. to watch the show. I don't think I've ever done that. It's been years since I've ever had to like get in front of do a TV that. at this time because since just Netflix dropping mm-hmm. all tele- episodes of a season at one time, yeah. it's like, I know it's coming out this Friday and I know that this whole weekend is just going to be dedicated to do this. Yeah. One is because I want to feel all of it together. Yeah. That's one And secondly It also helps you avoid A lot of like Spoilery discussion of the week If you're not going To get into it Like mm. the kind of Life we live in right now Where if you're on social media And if you open Twitter I know I'm going to get Spoilers for House of Cards If I have not oh, seen it geez. Within the I first week I know
2: Jon Snow died
0: Right right. Uh, I've never seen Game I of Thrones didn't know this. I, didn't know I know this he <laughs> How can you have avoided this Everybody know. knows Jon Snow right? Yeah I don't know yeah. see, I don't
2: even really know Who Jon Snow is but. Exactly <laughs> so
0: if, I think that, that For me sometimes It's like I don't want to see spoilers And I don't want to I want to be participating In the spoilery for people Like mm. I want to yeah. be like you know those subtle tweets That mean nothing If you well, Only mean it If you watched it Like oh. Just heartbreak Hashtag mm. is The new black And you guys <laughs> Everyone just watch it Get it you know Yeah <laughs> But oh I, I feel like The, the idea of with Netflix Changing how you watch television with Putting yeah. out all episodes At one time of a season Are great Because If I can watch something Immediately I want it I don't want to wait a week Uh, And it's not that I didn't do that I did that with a lot of shows Like Breaking Bad And all of the shows that we watched When they were on And that was great too I mean I loved the show But if I could have watched All of them together I would have loved that more I think
1: Yeah, what do you think
2: Josh? For me, I thought it was interesting because we were having a discussion about this earlier and one thing I remember about The Wire was that when it was being broadcasted on HBO it had really low ratings but I think it was after the box set came out it did really well and people, you know that's when it really came into its own Yeah. That was one thing and also this other thing about so currently I'm watching two shows where they finished four seasons Orphan Black and Orange is the New Black which almost sounds similar. I get confused myself. (laughs) Um, uh, But both these, like, Orphan Black is going into the last season. Uh, Orange is the New Black is just the fifth season. But there's been so much time between seasons that you kind of, like, um, have lost interest or investment in the characters, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, uh, Like, the big ending for Orange is the New Black, now you're supposed to feel a certain way for the fifth season. But, you know, like other people gone past it man. yeah we yeah.
0: already felt it the last season yeah, and we processed like, that information and now <laughs> that you
2: know the, that character is now you know whoever's played that character is now doing other shows and now you're seeing her in that, those shows you know. so it's like all oh, like, the
1: fact that we're trying so hard not to spoil there's yeah. no spoiler I, I, I we're I get, not, not it, gonna George. put a spoiler
0: yeah. I, get, I get who
2: you're talking about I get so, <laughs> so, so there is a spoiler right there for the end of season 4 something is going to happen ah, nah. you know it now nah. <laughs> But point being that you lose that kind of um, be- because there's a large gap you lose investment in the show. Mm.
0: Yeah, And then, I get that.
2: But then the one advantage <laughs> that the um, the weekly broadcast mm. has is that there is a lot of anticipation for the show. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of discussion, a lot of speculation. It's like all these fans sort of getting excited about it, you know, which mm. is that that kind of hype is also nice to be a part of. You know?
0: I, exactly, I get and- that though. But I do say like the problem with weekly stuff I enjoy it and in fact like um, say a season is 20 episodes, that's mm-hmm. 20 weeks you're living with the show, that's a lot of time and investment so that's very different from a weekend you spend with a show mm-hmm. but um, I think the thing about binge watching is that sometimes because an episode is available, like if I if I start watching a show on Netflix, I don't know, I haven't heard much about it, I'm not sure about it, I watch a couple of episodes, I'm not feeling it but because I have the... Episodes available to watch, I'll, I'll be like, okay, let me give it a chance, and like, I'll watch a couple more episodes, and maybe I'll get into it. Mm. Which brings me to that example that you gave with the wire is mm. that the wire is a little difficult show to get into. So if yeah. you watch it weekly and you don't get it for like first three episodes, three you weeks, off. you're like, I don't understand this. I'm not, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. You switch off versus uh, like you know getting into it if you have all the episodes available.
2: Yeah, because for me it was only the. Tenth episode of the Wire that really got me into it, and right. then I was like full on floodgates of open yeah. I have to binge the show. But if you shit, were watching it so...
0: weekly and you were watching in ten weeks, I'm pretty sure you would have given up sooner than that. Yeah. So I think that's the benefit of binge watching is that you give shows more of a chance because they're available yeah. and you can watch it.
1: I do agree uh, with Josh though. This whole idea of like you know if you're if the show is coming out week on week, like as soon as that episode's done, all you can do is just talk about what's going to happen next, and there's all that speculation. You're like, what's what's the scene, and yeah. like you. No, no, uh, you yeah. like, fan exact, fiction.
2: Yeah. You, fan fiction is born of stuff born like, of that. like yeah. That.
1: So um, also, I've noticed that uh, I mean, for for me that watches TV, uh, a lot of uh, TV channels have now started doing. Like an omnibus on the weekends, Hmm. which they used to do kind of So if you miss all of. Friends.
2: They used to do for friends. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Friends. All shows. All shows. Till
0: 2017.
1: Bold and the Beautiful Santa Barbara. If you miss five days, you can binge. Like you have these omnibuses on the weekends. You can catch up on everything.
0: Yeah. Um, Which.
2: Could have been the, the starting first iteration thing. of the binge. Yes. Exactly, yeah. exactly.
0: Coming but of the binge yeah, But I, I do like the idea of putting just having all the episodes out. Man, I yeah. feel like uh, they could have put out all shows, you guys. Five or episodes, five seasons of a show.
2: Definitely, <laughs> definitely. But uh, I think the only, but maybe this doesn't count because I mean, you guys watch Samantha B, right? Yeah. And her thing goes out every Wednesday, mm. so it's like. But I only watch it online. But I'm still like waiting for to see well, what is what is the show gonna be about because. Out of all the shows, like if you watch... But
0: that's a news, that's a timely show. Exactly. Like John so, Oliver, which is every Monday. Yeah. And you'll wait for it because it's a, it's a news relevant show, So I feel so like I those different.
2: shows have taken that mm. particular kind of watching oh, that's uh, true. routine, so, I guess.
0: Uh, I
1: get that. Yeah. If you're looking at... So you had mentioned, for example, the Superstore or even like Friends hmm. or something like that. Where, honestly, it's like these characters, they have various story arcs, but there's no like... Uh, it's not linear in the sense that You're not seeing like Okay, they're like these really like This is going to happen in this episode This is going to happen in this And you're constantly following them yeah. Across a linear path Yeah, sometimes people don't have s- like season arcs yeah, And that's fine all. You can come in at any time So and- those... Yeah. Even if those, I wouldn't, I'm not like invested in the show in the way that I would be for a Game of Thrones as I would be in Superstore.
0: I think that's a sitcom thing because sitcoms never have like big overarching stories. Sometimes they do, of course, but sitcoms don't need binge watching.
1: That's my thing. You don't need, need, like, yeah, Yeah. that's what I was going to point out. Comedy
0: is sometimes like uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, binge watchable because... Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter Like you can just go Joke to joke to joke For like 5 hours And it's fine You don't have to be like You know Invested in every episode Which is okay Master of None Very different show I mean not really a comedy Not really a drama but again, it's an experience that you get from that show, which I feel yeah. like I would experience. Like, it's a whole weekend of experiencing that music and that, f- you know. Mm.
2: But with Master of man, the self-contained episodes are so good. Correct. Like the Thanksgiving one. Yeah. Everyone's been talking about the Thanksgiving I love Thanksgiving. One. That Thanksgiving is episode. such a good yeah, episode. Yeah, even the New York episode. Yeah. All of them
0: work perfectly fine as just themselves. But yeah. if you watch the whole thing, it's nice. It's yeah. a good experience. But like, I, the only time I don't binge watch a show, though, is when sometimes there are shows that are just too much to binge watch Like mm-hmm. the leftovers That I wanted to recommend Because the show got over mm. I wanted to I expected to binge watch The last season Like yesterday Monday I started The last season And I was like I'll be done by Wednesday To recommend it mm-hmm. but it is so bleak And some of it Is so heavy to process I'm like I I need to think About the show mm. Those shows Like Better Call Saul A bunch yeah. of these shows I cannot binge watch So those, I feel like that's nice because I watch an episode and then I have a week to read reviews, think about what people said, what are people talking about it. I'll go to your like comment forums and I I really want to know what, you know, film reviews and TV reviews said about it because I feel like those shows are not like Unbreakable Kimishit or a sitcom which I can just you know just go through completely without bothering about mm-hmm. what did this mean what are they trying to say
2: uh, I remember this one thing with yeah. our mother in fact
0: yes our
2: common mother our
0: common mother <laughs> my oh, mummy. I feel really left out right now yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was uh, that she, I remember she used to watch these shows I kind of a Life as You Know It and some other random yeah, yeah. random oh, yes. shows that, yeah. that you would I would Life as You Know It yeah, Life you would as You only Know it, catch,
1: really, I, yeah. I, it my mom I guess. and
2: you would only catch it at a certain slot maybe or yeah. you catch it at whatever time. but these shows got canned, man. Yeah. So yeah. you'd end up like one. The channel had bought the rights to the show, so you would see it. But also, you like depending on what the time slot was, that would might be the only thing available to Correct. you. And at the end, it gets canned, you know. Yeah. So it's it's this weird thing that you get is uh, what do you say locked into the time like prime time versus sure. you know after. But that
0: works the other way around also because if you are looking at on demand, there's so many options. Hmm. I may not notice a small show that Netflix didn't push out to me con- like constantly.
2: constantly.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, I get the slot thing which is actually a really yeah. because if you have a 5 p.m. slot or a yeah. 8 so p.m. Ad- slot. For so advertisers, yeah. that's
2: a huge yeah. deal. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You could,
0: yeah, lots of good shows have gotten cancelled because the slot wasn't right, the timing wasn't right, yeah. uh, which I get. But I think it's the same thing with the accessibility of so many things that you might not notice some small stuff. What about like podcasts that are now binge podcasts, like S-Town, for example, mm-hmm. who released all their episodes together. Mm-hmm. I know they they did it because the show starts off as something and it's something else. And they don't want people to drop off after the first two episodes because they think it's a certain kind of show. Mm-hmm. But that's again like a, it's an addictive personality thing that pe- like content creators just feed yeah. into us like, yours everything yours your whole weekend
2: but I don't want to sound like you know uh, the, I who, binged S-Town by who, the yeah. you binge, uh, I don't binge podcasts at all
0: oh I, abs- but I absolutely
2: but S-Town is one do. of those
1: stories that I you I binged our own I binged seen and unseen I saw like I listened to four episodes <laughs>
0: like going and coming yeah 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 the no, only but po- the S-Town has a narr- narrative uh, like arc yeah. that you need to follow so I think it's okay
2: Um. yeah the only podcast I I think I've binged a serial and that too max I did was two episodes in the day. I think. No, I've
0: binged, I've binged
1: Absolutely. podcasts and I've binged podcasts that are not like not this, connected not, like, well, a, of course. Um, like Infinite Monkey Cage. Yeah, I was on yeah. a on a flight and even got off the flight. I'm still listening to that yeah. podcast. I'm
0: on my way from the airport to like my hotel and I yeah, just like. I've been to a ton of podcasts and they don't have to be connected. They're just interview podcasts, but I just want to listen to all of them back to back. Sometimes yeah.
2: I don't. Wow, it's a real
0: thing, now. Like yeah. if we don't have to wait for anything.
2: Yeah. on demand man power on oh. demand. yeah
0: i love yeah. it so much because really? my parents yeah. sometimes do this, like, why are you spending a whole weekend watching this when we used to have to wait for TV? And I'm like, I don't have to wait, and that's my privilege in this life. Really? Is that I'm not going to wait for content. Do
2: you remember looking up TV listings? <laughs> yeah.
0: Nobody does that anymore. Yeah.
2: TV listings are a thing of the past. Do
0: they even publish them? They and do. The sh- newspaper still does. They, why? Because even they were on the right. you some can some of see them see. were wrong,
2: also, Brilliant. Yeah. They advertised yeah. one movie and you are like waiting for that movie and it never turned <laughs> up. Enough. Oh, God, that's the worst. It's happened to me so
1: many times. We were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be able to see
0: Notting Hill. And then we're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I watching something that's not known?
2: And then Burp TV Guide was a big thing with Yeah,
0: Because yeah. yeah, yeah. their listings were pretty good. Yeah, but I mean, now the TVs just give you your DDH cable yeah, gives yeah, you yeah. listings. So, so you can scroll through the whole thing, see what is next, what's I next. I think what's I know next. anyone who goes to the newspaper to find listings. Why? Yeah.
2: But that's the thing. So it's like now with on demand, like you don't have to wait to yeah. what. But does time. it kill
0: a little bit of discovery then?
2: No, no, I don't so know. know.
0: I th- I feel like it's for possible that it could. But for me, it's actually, I discover more stuff because I have yeah. i mm. paid for it. So I, what else is on it? Let me watch. Yeah. Everything. If
2: anything, I think the only fear would be like that whole Facebook algorithm thing, and that you're getting pushed into like an echo chamber, mm. of the same, and not mm. really getting a kind of broader. Mm.
0: I don't think that I happens. I don't know if that. I don't know I mean, these people do go. read a lot and like now have like there are websites dedicated to mm-hmm. TV reviews and stuff so you would find other stuff But when read. I'm
2: on Hotstar watching Malayalam films I will look at what they are recommending and I will just click <laughs> it blindly. blindly nice I guess, poster, just believe them. nice yeah. write up because half the time these write ups yeah. are so bad okay. Yeah, right, just synopsis nah, you sometimes. just want to watch it really. Yeah.
1: You know what one more thing um of this like sort of binging and on demand one of the things that um I was I was pointed out to me when I got like Amazon Prime is that um, you have a chance to like in the middle of the episode, you if you like that song there is like this like transparent sort of like menu that crops up you can see all the actors in the scene, wow. trivia from that like making That's of that scene only what's on Amazon, Amazon like originals, originals. Wow. so you get a chance to see all that so the song that was in that episode, I was watching uh, Man in the High Castle. Oh. And in that, they give the entire history and background of, like, why, like, in this particular era of, like, World War II, they matched the jackets of these. It was incredible. Mm. You got so much detail of, like, why they uh, put the scene in this particular way, how they fashioned the whole thing. And I just... You like you're you're learning as you're yeah. watching because I was always like at the end of everything I'd start yeah. doing all my research of yeah. like oh my god how they make yeah. this and how
0: did that scene happen and where why did they pick this song yeah. and that kind of thing. But that's yeah. like
2: DVD commentaries, man. Commentaries. yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. You know,
0: like uh, as a child, like you know how when you and your sibling get like a the same dessert or whatever, mm-hmm. and then I choose to eat all of it at one time, and my sister saves it slowly, slowly eating it for a week of just candy for like lasts for a week, and then she gets to enjoy it a whole week, whereas I got to enjoy it like that one hour. Yeah. I still I still prefer that though, because I just got more of it at one time.
2: It's just an extension of the binge.
0: Yeah. And I feel the same way with like, I mean, candy, of course, is happiness, but like even watching sad shows, I want to mm. watch a week and feel sad and get it over it. I want to cry for a whole week. I don't want to cry for like months together. That seems too much. That seems like way too much investment. A weekend I can do like mm. one Saturday, Sunday, just a whole season. I'll weep and I'll be fine. Mm. I like, better. I
1: like having your own pace. I don't um. mind that. I can, I, uh, Man in the High Castle, I ended up watching for like two months. And oh, wow. yeah, yeah, because I couldn't, I couldn't watch it. I also don't have time in life. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have time to just binge. I wish I had all the time in the world. Oh, I'm So busy, too many so plans. Too so many, many plans. It's it's, it's tough. tough. What tough. a celebrity this is. <laughs> Sitting
2: with us. Oh my God.
1: I hate you guys so <laughs> much. So that was IBM Likes. Uh, we were talking about a binge watching versus appointment viewing. I'll just quickly wrap up with our recommendations. I recommended a podcast called the New York Times Popcast. Josh recommended Starship Troopers which is a film by Paul Verhoeven and Sharania recommended a TV show called Superstore. Um, can people get in touch with us and stuff?
0: Yeah, on like Facebook, Twitter,
1: and yeah. Instagram. Exactly. Where I'm IBM on podcasts. Twitter at, at maybe maybe that's M-A-E-B-E M-A-E-B-E Josh, you on Twitter?
2: I'm not on Twitter but I'm also a musician and I've just uh, dropped a track. Um, I'm starting a new profile. It's uh, soundcloudcom dot slash Tiger Babu. So Ooh. just uh, I managed to get Nobody else's Taigo Abu So I'm glad
0: <laughs> That's very lucky dude. And Shar, How can people uh, Irritate uh, you I'm on Twitter You can find me At Charanya Underscore S That's a really Difficult name To pronounce right And also If you want to Keep track of Like uh, IVM likes
1: In general Just go to IVM Podcast On Facebook Twitter And Instagram Yes That's true We'll be back Next week Next week Next week